Hey, y'all. We're We're the Antonellis. And we own Antonelli's Cheese Shop in Austin, Texas. With our Spark Cash Plus card from Capital One, we earn unlimited 2% cash back on every purchase. And it has no preset spending limit. So our purchasing power adapts to our business needs. We use our cash back to help take care of our most valuable asset. Our people. It may sound cheesy. But we like it that way. Capital Capital One. What's What's in in your wallet? wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash SparkCash Plus. This. I tend to come just come home and just start ravaging food like a coyote. It's early break with Sip and Jake. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We thank you, Sip, for those uh, General Star memories. We'll uh, have more of those, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll have more. And Parker can share. He can verify everything I said about whipping that football around the newsroom. Well, we'll ask him that after his proper introduction on this fine Double Barrel Wednesday. Double Barrel Wednesday. It's a Double Barrel Wednesday. Double Barrel Wednesday had some pop, didn't it? Very good job by Parker on Double Barrel Wednesday. Uh, you guys know what day it is? <laughs> it's Double Barrel Wednesday. We're now joined by your colleague, Parker Gabriel, the Journal Star. Parker, good morning. Sip was telling us that the Journal Star building, is, of course, is now gone, but you guys apparently had some great times throwing the football around. He says you've got a gun on you, Parker. Can you confirm that you have a, a good, a strong right arm? Yes, good, strong right arm. Good, good morning, guys. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's so much that I have a strong arm. It's just that, you know, the thing about 926 Peace Street is not exactly, you know, before it came down, it wasn't probably going to win. It wasn't going to show up in Architectural Digest, you know. So it's, <laughs> the ceilings were pretty low. Yeah, they, they had were. to keep the ball oh, low. Oh, yeah. I yeah. got you. If you were throwing it, you know, even if you had, uh, you know, if you had simple work in the post route and cross and face <laughs> against Baz, uh, still had to keep it pretty low so everything was on a line that, yeah, you, that, that was that was you couldn't you couldn't throw the rainbow you know fade up the up the sideline no we had to go outside to do that which we did in that little alleyway <laughs> um of course you did. <laughs> yeah but parker you there was that wide open space you know the one i'm talking about was literally yeah. like 30 yards like right, right? In oh my- yeah you could yeah you could really uh you could really cut it loose um and not worry too much especially as the especially as the the late stage got later and later, um, you know, there, there weren't, like you say, I mean, not only uh, was the building not full of people, but um, obviously I don't think this is speaking ill of management. Obviously the interest in uh, keeping Up, everything keep, yeah. shape waned too, as you got closer to the building coming down. So it wasn't such a big deal if you were to say, um, you know, let it go a little too much, and you, you knock a ceiling tile out of place. <laughs> Which happened. And do you remember the time where I threw a ball to Baz, and it hit some sort of metal structure, um, and it was it was it it made an awful sound. The whole newsroom, you know, turned their heads. And you went scurrying into my office like a little kid. Wow. You take that picture. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, I, I, yeah. It was partially probably the guilt, you know, like go stand in the dunce corner. But also, but the other part of it was I just was laughing so hard <laughs> that uh, you know it was like only added to the. Uh, we, I think we probably, if we referred to ourselves as jackals, we weren't the only ones. 
And so I was like, I was like laughing like a hyena or something. I probably didn't, the newsroom probably didn't need to see the lack of respect I had for what was happening. <laughs> Baz, Baz, and Baz always handled that stuff really well. <laughs> he probably encouraged you. He loved it. Uh, I wondered if he could throw a ball through, you know, we had this like, Oh, yeah. So on the on the side of the newsroom, we had this like flank of offices, kind of, and our boss Clark was there. Yeah, uh, and and then there was a conference room, and then there was Sipple's office, uh, and then there was a coat closet, which was like Sipple's second office. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was an empty office on the end of the row, which was like Sipple's third office. <laughs> so, uh, but it was all glass; it was glass paned. And we always sort of wondered if uh, if you could actually throw a football through the glass, or if it was oh, no. more, you know, or if it was a little too flexible. And yeah, those panes were uh, flexible. Probably, luckily, we never found that out. No, we, actually, we should have in the waning stages, in the very yeah, late stages, we should have just went up there and whipped the ball at that at that window and see if it went through. It was very strong glass. I don't know if it would have went through or not. Parker, Parker, who has the better arm, Baz or or Sip? Oh God, don't ask this question. Oh, uh, we actually took. So I took. I'm. Sipple's got stories he can't tell. I've got video I can't share. Yeah, you can't. Share. I have slow motion video of <laughs> Sipple's throwing form um, that maybe we'll have to check with Mark Whipple on. And yeah, let's check that out. Yeah, yeah. I don't have it a good looks form. Like, it's like as if you were. Like if you took a football throwing motion and a shot putter, it's sort of like somewhere in. Well, I don't know. I have a low a low release point because I was an infielder. You know, yeah. you like Philip Rivers here, basically. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's That's ask. Good. Let's ask some football. Well, questions. speaking of Mark Whipple Parker, he's had a good month. He got Chubba Purdy, uh, and he, this week he had Casey Thompson previously for Nebraska. So two additions to Nebraska's roster. I, I'm curious in terms of of Chubba Purdy. This is and this is maybe a that's a tough question, I guess. But is, is Chubba Purdy to you closer to being the number one quarterback in Lincoln or the number four quarterback in Lincoln when he arrives? Yeah, that is a tough question. I think he's probably has the most variance out of all of them. I mean, I think we know that Casey Thompson's likely to compete for the starting job. He started in the Big 12. He started 10 games for Texas. He threw 24 touchdowns in the Big 12. Like, He's going to be in the mix. Now, could someone beat him out? Yeah, someone someone could beat him out, but you know he's going to be in there. And then with the other guys, I think it's a little harder to tell. Logan Smothers uh, and Purdy. Logan Smothers and Purdy have roughly similar experience. They both started one game. They both appeared in a handful of games, uh, mostly in sort of reserve. And then they were thrown into one game as a starter. Um, for Purdy, that was in 2020. For Smothers, obviously, it was in November. So, I tend to think that those guys are kind of um, in a similar spot where they could really pick up what the new coach wants. Uh, now, obviously, Purdy has a longer history with Whipple than Logan Smothers does, which is sort of one of the oddities of a new coach coming in. Um, but they're both learning a new system. They're both going to be asked to do new things. Um, so I think that you sort of lump them in a similar similar bucket. Um but, if, I mean, push comes to shove, to answer your question, I think Chubba Purdy's probably closer, ends up closer to the number one job than to the number four job. But I, I do think that there's a lot of competition to be had, uh, not only for the starting job, but for what the pecking order looks like, um, you know, for, af- 
you know, 2022, but also beyond. Parker Gabriel joins us from the Lincoln Journal Star. Slight shift of gears here. You had an interesting weekend of coverage because of what happened with DeAndre Jackson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. the he he was a Texas A and M running back who went into the transfer portal was in Lincoln. Now he's not he's not going to be part of the situation in Lincoln. They then Nebraska gets Anthony Grant uh, from New Mexico Military Institute. How would you? What are your takeaways? I guess from the way that all went down Saturday. Yeah, well, it's an it's an unfortunate situation. I mean, look, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna transfer, if you're gonna go play college football. Um, you've got to have your academics in order, and and that's you know at the end of the day that that it that was sort of the situation uh, with, with DeAndre Jackson. But it's unfortunate because you know he the kid and his family they come to Lincoln, they think that hey they're just going to enroll in classes, uh, you know official visit, enroll in classes, and either go back um, to Texas really briefly and come back up to start classes, or maybe even just stay uh, in Lincoln, and then that doesn't happen. Um, the the simplest way to describe it is that the best route DeAndre Jackson has to be eligible to play football in 2022 is to go back to A&M and, and have a good semester there in the classroom. So that's what he's going to do. Um, whether he ends up at Nebraska as a scholarship player uh, depends on several factors. A, you know, if he gets the classroom stuff taken care of. Uh, B, you know, if he keeps himself in shape, even though he's probably not going to be part of the Texas A&M program this semester. And see, probably most critically, if Nebraska has room for them. You know, when, when you're recruiting somebody, you, there's when you expect they're going to get to campus, and then there's everything else. And so DeAndre Jackson was a guy who had a spot uh, to come up here and be a mid-year enrollee and go through spring ball and compete for the job and all of that. That situation uh, inherently changes when the timeline for arrival changes. So, like, is there a chance he ends up here? Yeah, there is. But I also don't think Nebraska can afford to hold a spot until May and hope that everything else on the kids' end falls into place. So uh, could it happen? Yes. As we know, the running back room is wide open and there could be more attrition or whatever. But we also know that they took Anthony Grant, like you said, simple. Mm -hmm. We know that they're going to keep recruiting a Jay Allen, who's a high school kid from Louisiana who was committed to Brian Applewhite at TCU. There could be other transfers to come onto the market. So it's a, you know, it, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't the cleanest situation. Um, but now you just move forward and, and see what happens in a few months. Yeah. I know we've talked about this throwing the football thing around and it makes us sound like we don't work. You've been working. How would you characterize your workload since November 8th, the day that frost parted ways with four staff members. I'm not asking you to. Uh, I know you don't feel bad about it. Yeah, it seems like you enjoy it. But what's it? What's it been like covering Nebraska football the last two plus months? Yeah, it's been a crazy stretch. You know, I mean, like, like, and and for the most part, everything has happened. It's it's all for as busy as it's been. This is less about my job and more about mm-hmm. just the, mm-hmm. it's unfolded. I mean, it's all happened in a relatively orderly manner, yes. even though it's been busy there, a lot has happened. Um, you know, you've, you've, there's been four coaches that are fired, one that left five coaches hired, uh, five or six players, including a four year starting transfer quarterback has transferred out. 
uh, a, sign, a, a recruiting class that's now at 25 or 26, depending on how you count DeAndre Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, nine transfers, eight of whom are starting class this week. Mm. Um, mm. You know, 15 in the signing class. And it's like so, they kept adding to the class so consistently. It used to be, like, even in 2019, you know, they got nine guys in the last seven days before signing day in December. And it was like, wow, this is crazy. Like, what a stretch. But then they signed 24 guys on December 17th or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And recruiting was pretty much over. Not entirely, but, you know, it, for the most part, that was it. Now it's like National Signing Day was barely a blip on the mm-hmm. radar in terms of, like, how they've continued to recruit. And so it's been busy. Uh, there's more to come. Um, and I finally got caught on uh, Monday, whatever day that was. Chubba Purdy committed while I was out on a run. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise... Mm-hmm been otherwise it's been a lot of time uh sitting at the computer and trying to you know on the phone and trying to figure out what's going to happen next you said there's more to come parker I'm, I'm curious regarding how many how many more guys you think we're looking at in terms of potential portal additions uh for nebraska this, this season well a bunch this season i think a bunch uh, i think it's possible that there's one or even two more still to come that they'll, they could try to sneak under the wire before the late registration deadline uh next week nesta Bill Vera, the defensive tackle from um, Miami, is definitely on the radar screen. Uh, and then the other guy, and, and Mike Schaefer from 24-7, wrote about this, and, and I've you know tracked down a little bit of information about Omar Brown, who's a defensive back at Northern Iowa. Just went in the portal uh, last night. Uh, those are two guys, I think, that are worth watching over the next few days. Um, and then they're going to you know, they've got visits lined up now the next two weeks still um, where they can have guys on campus. And so there's recruiting to be done a little bit at the high school level still. They've got two junior days coming up this Friday and next Friday. And on top of that, I think they're already sorting out who might be in the portal and available now, but who's not a guy who would be on campus until after the spring semester. So you could see further addressing especially offensive line and defensive line and then sort of based on what happens in the spring uh, from the portal still but just stuff that guys that wouldn't be on campus till till may or june parker always good stuff thank you for the time we will chat with you again next week yeah it was like the you know i I say shut up simple and and you say shut up simple and the game's called shut up simple but when that ball pinged in the newsroom and it was like the entire newsroom looked at sang out in chorus shut up i love to hear that it was like to hear that chorus it was like i always tried to fit that ball in the tight windows literally and sometimes it didn't work well there you go parker thank you man good job parker parker gabriel lincoln star man it's been busy but i was struck by something parker said and i've been struck by this from nebraska they've managed it well nebraska all this sort of activity it, really the deandre jackson situation was the first where it got a little unwieldy you know it happened on a saturday so it probably got by a lot of people but he was on campus and then it was discovered that there was an academic snag and now you're in an awkward situation right the yeah. kids on campus with his parents uh, this isn't probably going to work. Um, so, but but the, you know what? Uh, I, it's been like Parker said. It's been very orderly. Like Scott's handling of the staff hires, there wasn't any big snags that you that gave you pause. Like 
or you know something can happen in those situations like a guy takes the Nebraska job gets another offer and says okay I'm gone Dana Altman at Arkansas right. you know gets yeah. introduced as their head coach and then the next day says I no I'm not doing this something like that you know um, nothing like that happened nothing like that happened okay remember that I do yeah I Dana do. Yeah, I they do. made him do I was that in high school they, they made him do the hog call I, do. I don't think he liked doing that no he's like I'm I'm peacing out of here <laughs> this is this is not for me <laughs> the hog call I think I'll go beat Oregon do you know what the hog call is yeah I'm not gonna do it but yeah, I know then, what it is I'll do the ooh yeah. pig suey yeah, yeah of course I know the hog call <laughs> what actor did I a- oh yeah I asked you if- he's like Kevin Bacon <laughs> Like I know things, you know. I'm I'm knowledgeable to a certain extent. Kevin Bacon's been off the radar screen a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but I I'm 30. You know, I'm not 15. You know, a 15 year old might not know who Kevin Bacon is. A 30 year old would, even though he hasn't been on the screen. Harrison, recently. you know who Kevin Bacon is. Okay. And he's 22. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at 402-464-5685. Your chance to win a business box of bagels to bagels and Joe. You are one and one. On the week, remember you almost had it on the dot for the uh, points for Miles Bridges yesterday. You mm-hmm. were point one off. Yeah, I guess nineteen. You deserved point, the win. Yeah, I guess nine point nineteen point seven is nineteen point six. So you deserved that. Win. Thank you. Congrats. Today is of course Wild Card Wednesday. Where do we go for Wild Card Wednesday? How about native countries of bands or singers? Whoa, good one. Where are these popular singers or bands from? Good one. I'll give you a hint. None of these are the USA, so don't guess USA. Okay. All right? 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Don't be scared. There's a line open for you. 402-464-5685. What countries are these famous musicians from? Bands, singers, where are they from? The answers are not the USA. Four questions. None of them are the United it's States a, of America. It's a great, it's a great topic. So I think if you guys like music. Then give us a call, 402-464-5685. I, I think you feel good about this topic. Um, we'll see what the callers feel like here. Do you, do, do you feel good about this topic? I actually do feel good Your about it. Where's Corey? Well, come on, Corey. Now, now, they're, now they're calling. Where's Corey? People just need a little bit. You know, need to perk up. I don't today. actually I don't want Corey to call because he'll be jacked, really good. Now the lines are all jacked. Tom, how do you feel about uh, native countries of bands and artists? Not bad. All right, Tom. First All right, Tom. question goes thanks, to you. Thanks for calling. Here we go, Tom. First question. What country was ACDC from? I think they were born in Scotland, but the band originated in Australia. I was going for Australia. You got that one right there. Australia wow. is correct. Good job, Tom. I, Tom. I would not have gotten that one. 1-0 lead. A sip for the tie. Your first question. What country is Shakira from? South Africa. Very quick, confident answer and very wrong. Tom, do you want Shakira's country or not? Uh, I really want to steal it, but I'm. It's, it's one of two countries, so I'm going to pass, but 
It's either Uruguay or Paraguay. I can't remember which yes, one. Neither of those, so good job. It was Colombia, actually, for oh, Shakira. Shakira is from Colombia. Ouch. So he didn't take it. He's up 1-0. Tom, this is for the win. Your final question. What country is U2 from? Oh, for crying out loud. Oh, come on. That's really? Yeah. Guys, this is a layup. U2 is yeah. from Ireland. Yeah. You gave him a layup. I get accused all the time of not giving the call to layup, so today he gets a layup there. Tom, congrats. We get your bagels. Thanks for calling in and call in down the road. Thanks, guys. Good job, Tom. You seem disappointed in my last question. Well, listen, you won the game. Didn't challenge him. Didn't challenge him. You want yours? I mean, this is also, I think, a layup. So you both had layups, just you didn't get your first question right. What country is ABBA from? Oh, that's not that easy. I think it's pretty easy. Sweden. Sweden. Denmark. Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> Let's go first. <laughs> okay. Sweden, Sweden. And then uh, tiebreaker. You already lost, but this is for the heck of it. Do you want to guess what year that ACDC was formed as a band? Okay. Yeah, I can definitely guess that. Oh, okay. Let me think about this. I mean, I know. I, I, I think I can definitely get the decade. The year was 74, Ooh, 1974. Just like yesterday, just one off, oh. 1973. Okay, so very you, good guess. Your tiebreakers have yeah. been good. You were yeah. .1 off yesterday, and you were one year off today. That's yeah. Yeah. pretty good. Well, I can. I, the reason I know that or remember that is because that's when FM radio started really coming into my life, and I think most people's lives. You were seven or eight years old at that point. Yeah. 73, yeah. seven. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to steal this big radio my dad had and take it in my room. And yeah, I remember ACDC coming onto the scene. That's when I started liking Springsteen in the 70s. And I listened to a lot of, of that sort of rock and roll then. There you go. Well, that's when I was a kid. good history I was just lesson a kid, there, of course. Yeah. Thank you for giving us that story. Appreciate that. Did you really appreciate yeah, it's that? nice to hear how you know, the, how young Sip operated. I'm young Jake on the show, but that's young Sip yeah, back in the day. Ten-year-old. Eight-year-old. Oh, seven. 1974, I was eight. Yeah, 73. 73. Yeah, seven. Seven. Wow. Seven. Just a little punk back yeah. then. Oh, hello. Uh, we'll bring in DP and Jay Foreman for the spillover next on Early Break on the Ticket.